0: I think this is also one of my favorite sales objectives, but you'll have to wait till the end to hear what that is. In the meantime, I think it's more of the disappointment in an attempt to manage expectations with people. And then people either aren't reading your information or they're skimming, glancing, glimpsing,
1: Welcome to Simple Sense for Small Business, where I can promise you, if you're following us, we are not disappointed in you. People that you select in your life, whether it's personally or professionally, and you give people the benefit of the doubt, you take people at face value, and then you are disappointed later on by their bad behavior, poor behavior, failure to behave properly, failure to deliver, failure to do the work, failure to be a valuable partner personally or professionally. Any a number of these things. I love. What do you do that. at that point?
0: I love it, and that really kind of clears things up. Even though
1: you're to- going in a different track
0: (laughs) but it's all part and parcel of the same thing because in a way yeah the thing is with business uh you know how they say you know don't take it personally it's just business well you know it's a person involved in a business and people make up the business and emotions make up the person and the people and emotions are very difficult to manage sometimes because of the unexpected or the unmanageable
1: I guess that's part of it. You know, your emotional component in the beginning is you want to believe the best about folks. You know, someone you hire, somebody who.
0: Our customer who a hires customer you. Who
1: hires you, you know, a boss somebody you go to work for and you want to you know your emotion is to want to give people you know bed for the doubt and like I said you know believe in them then how do you gauge your emotional reaction when they disappoint you and then what do you do about that person when they disappoint you that's kind of where I wanted to go with this today
0: people are very busy I think there are so many details that are overlooked it's hard to communicate every aspect but the, you can only do the best in if you have a process and a Procedure to your business. Let's use an automotive store as an example. Okay. Because people have cars and people have to get cars serviced. You know, you take your car in and you expect the mechanic to then fix your car. Now, is the mechanic telling you how long it will take for them to fix the car? Because then you're going to have an expectation of how long. And if it's too long, you're going to be disappointed. Is the price set? ahead of time that you know how much you have to pay so that when the mechanic says it's going to cost you $1,200, are you then going to be like, oh my God, I thought it was only going to be 600. And then you're disappointed in the mechanic because you expected something else. So where I'm going with this confusion is all of this has to be set up front. And if you're the business owner, you have to know and anticipate what a customer may anticipate.
1: So how do you do that? We have a technique to share with you today. It's a a filtering technique, a funneling technique, a filtration device. I don't know. (laughs) You know, one of my clients way back in my mortgage career once dubbed it the Trevor method. You can find out sooner rather than later how people are going to behave later on. You can thus... Reduce and or remove your disappointment from that person, whether it's your mechanic or someone you hire or a customer who wants to pay you to do uh, work for you to work for them and or a boss. What's interesting is, you know, it kind of comes off of uh, the old fashioned phrase, actions speak louder than words. It's really true because people will clearly telegraph to you upfront the quality of their character. What we strive to do at Aurora Consulting is we have a very niche type of business, and we want to screen out people who are going to disappoint us later. And well, disappoint and regardless of whether they're going to pay us full fee or not, they're going to disappoint us in a variety of ways, whether
0: they know it or not.
1: And so we've created this filtering method so we can not do business with those type of people.
0: Well, I'm going to give an example because I know with having owned a business before or having need or needing services or products from somewhere else, and if that person acts like, "Wow, you don't even want my business," they treat me like this is is what it is, take it or leave it. It's like, wow, you don't even want to nurture me or, you know, no, we don't. and we don't because <laughs> I'll see if I have to edit that out after I listen to it again. But anyway, <laughs> the other thing with a business owner, if they're a little arrogant or they're a take it or leave it kind of approach on what they offer and what it costs and you're like, oh, and you need more information and all that, that's fine. But we have been confronted for a year and a half where people say, I want to hire you guys. I just have one question. We already know what that means. They really don't want to hire us, yeah, and they want the question answered.
1: That's part of our filter. Right. So let's go back to examples of people who can come off arrogant and really tick you off when you're trying to engage their services. How about a lawyer? You need a lawyer for whatever. You were in a car accident, you know, you're injured or you got a ticket or something worse. And you call an attorney who has a very special skill set in in a sp- certain type of law, personal injury or traffic violations or landlord and tenant because you want to evict someone or the landlord wants to evict you, whatever, you know. So you call the, the attorney who specializes in this, and the attorney listens to your story for about 22 seconds, which is the attorney's way of filtering you to hear what your story is and how you present it. Is there a lot of drama or are you getting right to the facts? Second thing, the attorney says, okay, well... um, I can help you with that. My fee is X amount of dollars paid in full up front. And I can schedule an appointment for you right now. The minute you say to the attorney, wow, that fee seems kind of high. All right. Well, best of luck to you. Click.
0: Right. They're off the phone. And there's a reason for that.
1: Why is it do you think that the attorney is going to get off the phone with you and, you know, potentially tick you off? Well, time is money. And attorneys are one of the few types of businesses where actually the lawyer gets paid by the the hour. hour, by the minute for talking. That's right. That's what attorneys get paid to do. And an attorney who is in business to earn an income is not going to talk to you because you feel that you need help for free. For free. You want help for free? Go to the library and take out a book.
0: There you go. (laughs) And we've seen it firsthand, the expectation of free information. And then when you start filtering to dial down, like, are you really a prospect? Are you really a potential paying customer? Or you just do you want more free stuff? And this is like you said it another time. You're like, oh, the Napster age. Just give me the free information. I want it now. If people are not giving you free information, it's not their fault. It's your fault for not respecting the time of the professional who has the information you need. by the way,
1: respect is spelled with a dollar sign. The second incident where you may find yourself being annoyed with some kind of professional, car mechanic, attorney, accountant, whatever, technical support services for your computer, SBA. The, the re- you may find yourself getting annoyed with these types of people is when they don't call you back. How many times have you read those reviews online? You know, I called there and I asked for free advice and they never called me back.
0: Yeah, like okay, and what?
1: Or I called there and I spoke to somebody and then I never got a call back. Maybe you didn't get the call back either you didn't understand their value which is going to be our next podcast by the way or you just were not a worthy prospect and they wanted to filter you out to avoid being disappointed in you as a
0: client yes if someone is not rising to your expectation of their contribution or participation in an exchange you're trying to have it doesn't always mean it's their fault it could mean that they have your number and they don't want to talk to you
1: Many years ago I walked into a Volvo showroom and I was young and very optimistic. I have a pretty decent career and actually was shopping for a house that day and saw this beautiful car in the showroom window. We walked in and man, this salesman sized me up in 32 seconds, asked a couple of qualifying questions. I didn't know they were qualifying questions at the time, but he quickly got me tossed out of that him. he didn't toss me out physically but he basically stopped talking to me he walked away from me and i was very disappointed but upon reflection later on i realized oh he was actually just saying to himself this person cannot afford the car that i'm selling right therefore my time is wasted talking to this person
0: people aren't waiting around to give you free information
1: So here's today's wealth and hellness section of Simple Sense of Small Business. What are you doing in your business to create a filter so that you can avoid being disappointed in employees, vendors, people you work with as partners, as investors who are investing in your business, or customers? What is it you're doing? Why don't you sit down Uh for your wealth and hellness, which is all about pleasure and profit, and write down three things that you know specifically about bad customers, and good customers. Three things that you can discern right up front either with Mm -hmm. uh, a couple of questions or a test, like give them an activity to do.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Okay. Well, you know, I would be very interested in helping you go to our website
0: and fill out the survey, and, fill out this
1: survey yeah. and we'll be happy to discuss it with you further. Right. Come down with three ideas to create a filtering device.
0: I think this is also one of my favorite sales objectives is learning the skill of disqualifying prospects
1: and allowing the prospect to disqualify themselves. That's right. If they disqualify Guess what they won't do, Linda?
0: They won't disappoint you. I'm Linda Ray. And this is Trevor Curran. And I am not disappointed in you. Wendy. I'm not disappointed in you. I'm not disappointed in this podcast. I hope you're not disappointed in this podcast. If you are not disappointed, hit that thumbs up. Please subscribe to our channel if you haven't done so already. We appreciate trying to get some vital business information to not disappoint people who are looking for valuable business information.
1: I'll tell you what, I'm not disappointed in this cup of tea I made.
0: Take care. See you next time.